Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the SOS Simmons on Sports radio show and podcast. Uh, my name is John Post, Kevin Simmons, and today we have a special guest who uh, has been a local basketball coach over at San Joaquin Delta College working with women, and she is now also taking on a role as a uh, youth basketball teacher, coach, mentor uh, with the Port City Academy here in Stockton, which is very... Uh, successful AAU program. So I'd like to introduce you guys to Coach uh, Jessica De La Cruz. Hello, Coach. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me now, Kevin? Yes, I All can. Right, we're, good. we're off and running. Okay. Um, for a lot of my listeners who may or may not know a lot about you or what you've done so far, give us a little rundown about your past, like where you went to high school, did you play, uh, and, and kind of work from there. All right, so um, I ran out of golf high school, a small little town between okay. uh, Elk Grove and Lodi, Stockton mm-hmm. area. Um, graduated there in 07. Uh, ended up going to Delta College, actually. I'm an alumni there. Um, I, my first year uh, was a hard transition, you know. I realized that I wasn't <laughs> ready for what I thought I was ready for. Um, so the first year, you know, um, just trying to find my way with the academics. You know, that's a hard load right there just to add on. The schedule's tough. Um, so first year was work. Uh, second year, we actually uh, made it for a state run. We lost the state, um, but we made it there. Um, and then from there, I picked up a full ride to uh, Division Two Alaska Anchorage. Um, they're, they're the top at the time, I think, number two. And two. Yeah, um, Division Two. Mm-hmm. Division Two. I think they were top two in the country at the time. Um, wow. Yeah, they were, they were big time. Uh, that was also a big transition for me. Um, always the next level you know it's just all about mentality and strength um so up there you know they're scrimmaging duke they're scrimmaging north carolina um they're foreign players everywhere um just a whole new game for me um went through it i actually had the medical red shirt so i medical red shirt and then i left that program and then i um got picked up by cal state san bernardino over there with coach becker um, he had a record himself, and my first year we actually made it to the NCAA tournament. Um, we made it first round. Uh, we just beat Cal Poly Pomona, and then they turned around and beat us in the NCAA tournament. So that was kind of <laughs> heartbreaking, but uh, um, it was an experience. You know, it was a great experience. And then my second year, um, I unfortunately didn't get to finish because uh, I had a career-ending injury with a head injury, um, another concussion, turn seizure, and they said that I was done. <laughs> Right, um, and I also had one in high school in the Delta, so that was like the three major ones, so I was done after that. And um, after that, I kind of just, you know, fell into the, okay, well, basketball doesn't last forever, and I kind of, you know, someone told me that, but then I thought about it, and I was like, it can through coaching, and then so I got into coaching, and um, that's when I realized, okay, like, you know, maybe physically I wasn't meant for the game, but, you know, to pass on what I know and everything else that I was able to give to the game, I think it was time for me to just try to, um, you know, plant that seed and uh, get things going. So I ended up coaching at Galt High School for uh, the men's program um, for two years. Uh, that was actually pretty fun, um, coaching boys, high school now, boys at like that. When you were at Galt, were you, you, were you, you the assistant or the head coach? I was assistant um, to Eliza D over there at Bear Creek. I was their JV and head coach in this varsity. Um, but that was work. It was just me and her. 
first year was a, my, it was a struggle, a lot of changes academically, especially. Uh, second year, we had what 19 kids on uh, honor roll. Nobody signed the, that that little waiver that kids usually sign to get away because they didn't make grades. Right. Nobody used one of those. Um, boys graduated, and you know they finally beat somebody in their league. They weren't last. Um, before we left there, so um, that was a great experience. Actually, that was a very so now, big eye opener. So then, it sounds to me like uh, from your high school experience as a coach that uh, you understand the importance of of academics. In addition to that, oh um, for sure. What are the challenges that you see high school kids having to face in terms of how they deal or how they're dealing with? Uh, the changes in academics right now based on this COVID situation. Right. Well, I mean, in all honesty, I think, you know, they got it easy. They made, they bent a little rules. You get this, you get that. Um, that whole waiver situation, like, I, I didn't agree with it. At the end of the day, basketball is a privilege, you know. You got to earn it. Like, it's not something that you can just, you know, I'm going to join the team and that's it. No, like, this is, this, you have to earn your way, you know. If, if Everybody's allowed to have it. Nobody's going to want to work for it. Nobody's going to want, you know, it's just there for everybody. It, it doesn't work like that, you know, like basketball is a privilege. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to put your head down. You got to grind. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I'm glad to hear you say that. Right. So anyway, go ahead and give us, uh, you know, your from your high school, your, uh, coaching in high school, and then uh, your transition to a uh, junior college. Right. So after the two years at uh, Galt, um, Gina Johnson had just uh, – Two of our assistants just left, so it was kind of just Gina Johnson at that point. And um, I had contacted Coach Johnson, actually, it kind of worked out, and I asked her, like, hey, Coach, like, do you need any help? And we met up at Starbucks. She told me what it was. She told me, you know, that us together in my playing career, like, we had a good relationship. Um, she trusted me off the bat. I'm an alumni, and we went out a go. Uh, my first year, you know, being a young coach, you don't really know. You think you know, but you don't. You know. Um, yeah, it's a don't. whole a whole new world. It's right? a whole new world up there at that level. All the paperwork, all the back end stuff. You know. Yeah. And you yeah. Got these girls that are like, quote unquote, grown. You know. So like, they're on their grown thing right now. So you kind of got to give them that, but you kind of got to, you know, there's a balance there. Like you're grown, but yet you still got to grow. You know, like so. Well, they have to be able to respect authority. So right. I, I I understand all of that. Right. Now, you're in your uh, position at Delta. What were your basic main job functions? What did you do as a coach uh, to help, you know, the program and the girls in particular? Well, uh, Coach Johnson got a lot going on over there. I mean, she's she's big on um, number one academics. She's big on that. So study hall. Um, if someone's lacking, I pair up with them, text them, let them know what's going on. Make sure apartments are straight. Make sure people are um, passing classes. Make sure everybody's got their grade checks in. That was the stuff off the court that I was handling. Um, helping, you know, just ordering. Like, there's so much stuff that goes into that. Making sure there's gym time. Making sure, you know, everyone is going to the training room. Okay, get get into that if you, if you would. Because I, I don't think that the average person who... Uh, sees a junior college or college or, or, or well-ran high school team, I don't think people understand the stuff that goes into that not everybody sees. Right. Right. <laughs> they don't understand all the hard work that yeah. goes into planning practices, planning transportation, right. making sure that uniforms and equipment and stuff are there, making sure that you know, you do the things also to make sure that the kids are being kept up academically. Right. Go into all of that so that people can get a clue that you know an assistant coach isn't just sitting around there, you know, 
Oh. Rebounding missed shots. No way. Um, <laughs> coaches underrated, period. All coaches, head coaches, assistant coaches. You know, there's a lot that goes in. Like you, you mentioned most of it. Um, getting tournaments, making sure, like, you know, uh, locker rooms are set up, making sure that the girls got uniforms, making sure they're washed. Making sure that <laughs> yeah, that would matter. In, like, don't forget your uniform, <laughs> blood uniform. Who's got film? Who's got the extension cord to make sure that the film can reach the plug so the right. camera doesn't die? Like, there's right. so many little things. Who's got stats? Who's got the iPad? Do you have the iPad charger? Like, there's so many little <laughs> things that go into this. That and all we ask of the girls is maintain your GPA and come in and work hard. We got the rest. And okay. if you can't do that, especially at Delta College, like if you can't be your best, you will not survive. Like you well, I'm glad to hear that there's a challenge or that you guys present the challenge to uh, your students that, you know, that this is what we expect and you're either going to do it or you're not. Right. Yes. And as somebody who has coached at the high school level and somebody who's been coached uh, at the D1 level right. and somebody who's had the opportunity to try out and be coached uh, with people at the NBA level or professional level, I can tell you that the teams that are the most organized and well-ran by no coincidence are the ones who are normally winning stuff. Right, <laughs> right. And as I always say, the, the scholarship, that's the byproduct of like the passion, you know, the exactly. preparation. That's exactly. what it is, the commitment. So, um, and for me, I love Delta. I think junior college is super underrated. You know, everybody's going for those scholarships for this and that and like, you know, settling and like, if they don't get it, they don't play. Like, to me, like, go to your local junior college. Like, there's opportunity there to still grow, to still get out. Well, like, explain a little bit more to uh, any of my listeners that, you know, about the, the benefits that can be taken out of going to junior college. Oh, number one, it's cheaper. Like, it's <laughs> so much cheaper. Like, Delta gives you your first, uh, your first, uh, what is that, uh, court free. Yeah. Like for, you know what I mean? Like, why not? Like, well, get all uh, your general aid off the way and then go in. I know. Future. I can give you an example. My brothers, my nephew went to school at Delta for two years and then transferred to Southern Cal. Okay. Now, Southern Cal, as you know, is not cheap. Right. <laughs> but the good news is, is that he had already put two years of that in right. prerequisites already away. So he's going to go to school there for two years as opposed to paying for four. Right. So instead of paying about three hundred and fifty thousand, right. now you're looking at about one hundred and fifty. So I, you know what? I can live with that. Right. Same with the school. They don't got to pay four years. They'll pay two. Take a chance. Why not? Right. You know. What and I'm and also in addition to that, explain to my viewers if you can um, the, the the idea of going to a place like that to either repair your academics or to mature as an athlete or an individual maturity that's that's the word that's the key word is maturity like you know you're going to high school but you sometimes you're just not ready for the load you're not mature enough for all the rules that are placed on you you know you feel like oh you know you treat me like a child you're doing this and that like no like this is what you gotta do to mature like you have to show up you have to be on time you have to you know do those kind of things you have to mature and sometimes you know i think that's just one of the main things i see in delta is just like they have to mature in some way it's not just about basketball. Sometimes it is. It's academic. Sometimes it is basketball. Like, yo, you don't have a left hand and you're what? You're about to be a freshman in college. Like, come on. 
you can't hit a jump shot you can't jump stop you can't pivot right like but those are just the byproducts you know like weight you got study hall you got weight training you got conditioning you got you got to report to the trainers and then you got to report on to coach johnson whatever she needs from you on top of right. it all on top of See, basketball and, and, and again i think you've done a great job pointing out that it's a maturity level that not everybody's ready for when they came out of high school. Right. But after two years of junior college and playing in a system that has done all that, that makes your transition, if you're gonna go to a four year, a whole lot easier. Right, because at the end of the day, like the concept of the game doesn't change, put the ball in the hole. It's more of the, the physical part, the mental part, the all the load, that workload that comes with it. Now you're working on your major, you're not in your general ed. Like you got things coming from your left to right, your professors, papers, you know, projects, interviews, you know, so it's just, like I said, concept of the game never changes. It's everything else outside of it that you have to earn. Like I said, it's a privilege, you know? That's the privilege of all the hard work you're putting off the floor. I couldn't I could not agree more. Right. Now let's make a transition into what you're trying to do now as far as uh working with uh Fort City uh basketball. What is your what 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 are you looking to do? What is it that you that you see as something you can do there with or what you can offer that particular program? So what first sparked me was I went to a girls tournament and saw nothing but men coaching, which there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, like, where are the women coaches at? Like, you know, we got experience. We know the fundamentals. Where are we? Like, you know, so I was like, all right, because I do coach. I do have a boys program, too, like a little boys program that I've had for a couple of years now. Um, but when I saw that, I was like, all right, I need to get in the girls side. And then just being at Delta, I realized a lot of these girls, if they just would have got this a little sooner, they wouldn't even be at Delta. Uh, well, see, you know, boy, that's true. Um, I, I, where I, the reason why I thought this interview would be important is because I don't think that this area, or I think this area has been a little slow in understanding that youth basketball is the key to opening up opportunities right. for kids to play and get better and op better opportunities to get better educated. Right, I agree. Because like you're saying, a lot of these kids, had they been coached correctly earlier, wouldn't even be at Delta. Right. A lot of them, a lot of them would have went straight to four years. Right, I believe that. But you guys' job is to train them to head them in that direction. Right. So go ahead with uh, uh, you know, what you're saying about Port City. So Port City, you know, what I'm looking for are is commitment, number one. You know, like, you don't show up to games. I mean, you don't show up to practice. You're just not going to play. You know, like, I, you can play on a different team, but if you're not coming here, you're not playing. Like, there's a lot of, like, having it easy with all this transferring and jumping around and stuff like that. No, my dad didn't let me do that. Like, no, like, you, you stay here and commit to your season. Then you can leave if you want. You know what I mean? But it well, wasn't like that back in the day. There wasn't no jumping that around. That sounds to me like you're talking about a, a, a difference in culture. Yes, that's what I want. I want a culture. Build a culture. Well, how are you going to build that? Do the basketball. Earn it. You know, you want, you want, it, like, for me, I know that I offer something. I, I don't know, put a finger on it, but I know, I know that I can, I can, I've seen from my experience at Delta, like, this can be fixed if a coach could just get them to commit a little bit more, work a little bit harder, think a little bit more, um, stress academics. Like, those are the kind of things, like a culture, a committed culture, a competitive culture. You know what I mean? Like, you don't show up, you don't play. Okay, you missed three practices, you missed two tournaments, you're done. Like, there's no there's no reason for it. I need five. Five solid. I've seen it done. Coach K did it over there at Brookside <laughs> Christian. He had five. He did, they called him the Mustang, the 
some fast five or something like that. I mean, it, it, it's possible. You just got to find the ones that want it. There's people out there that want it that'll do it. Sacrifice. I, I laugh at when you say that because uh, I played for a high school coach like that. I played in college at Washington State for George Hall of Fame coach George Ravley. And when I tried out for the uh, NBA, I played in the LA Summer Pro League, mm-hmm. and I was coached by some people like George Carl and a lot of other guys that were NBA assistants then that are head coaches now. And what you're describing is pretty much exactly that environment, creating uh, a, stabi- a stable environment based on hard work, based on commitment, and based on not getting anything you don't earn. Right. Now, how does all of this fit in? Are you going to still be at Delta or? Yeah, I'll be at Delta. Delta's um, uh, number one priority for me. But um, right now, I'm only going to, I see the thing is, is I'm not going to be like every program and build to where, you know, I just place in parent coaches or, you know, do stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm going to only have what I can, you know, handle. Um, So right now, right now I want one team. Now, I do have a, an assistant coach who I know, who knows the game. We've talked. We sat down. She came to me, said, let's get on the same page. Okay. I trust you enough that if I, if we get something, I'll make you a coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to just be like, recruit, like, hey, open workouts, everybody come. And then, like, I have 50 players and then try to find coaches. No, I want to find, you know, great players and great coaches. Well, the key, I think, to youth basketball in this area is coming up with people who are stressing how to get kids how to play basketball the right Right. way early. Right. Um, I had the good fortune coming up that uh, like out back in the day of open gyms where after school, three o'clock, gyms open. Right. Right. So you go there, guys from other parts of the city go there, or you go to some other high school and you go play over there, you get the opportunity to apply your craft. Right. What suggestions would you make to any of the young ladies that you're going to be coaching about what to do to improve under the present circumstances and situations that we're dealing with now? Um, it's all about what you're doing when no one's looking. You know, what are you doing off the floor? Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I only give you twice a week, but that's not good enough. I mean, if it depends on your goals. If, you know, but for me, like, if I want to push you, if you're if you're here on my team, it's because you want to do something, you know, and it's going to translate through basketball. So, you know, it's whatever you're doing. Like, I got, I give homework, I give basketball homework. You know, like, hey, you got to do this. And when you say basketball homework, get be more specific. Get give more nuance. Um, it'd be different. Like, okay, you know what? Like, my boys, like, hey, you guys are looking a little soft. You got, you have this workout, and it was a body weight workout, and you got to do this. You know, I sent it out to them, and, and I'll know because we'll test. And, you know, I did a bunch of burpees and push-ups one day at practice, you know. That builds their confidence that they know they're getting strong. Um, if they're weak, if their ball handling was weak that week, you know what? You know what? We got ball, we got ball handling homework. This is what was happening this week. Blah, 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 blah. And I always got some mind homework, like uh, wake up and write three things you're grateful for. Uh, write three things you're uh, – wake up and write one thing that you can work on today. You know, mind and, mind and body, like, connection type thing. In what role today, based on, you know, because of the fact that we're dealing with COVID, Mm -hmm. in what role today does technology play in terms of how you can help to keep kids focused and also help them improve their games? Zoom. 
Zoom calls. Uh, Delta is on Zoom calls. Actually, because Johnson got us running. Uh, we were running like every day a week. We had three days a week. We had uh, conditioning, basketball, and then uh, two days a week we had study hall. Same thing for my girl. Now wait, 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 wait. Back up a little bit. How are you getting work? <laughs> Explain to me how you're doing the workout thing or the training thing through Zoom. Break that down. For me. Number one, because coach got a solid, at, solid. Uh, if you don't show up, then you're not gonna play, right? So they all show up. And if you don't show up, you have extra conditioning. What she does is she gets her measure, tells everybody to get their measuring app, and she'll have them measure 94 feet, which is the length of a basketball court. And if they miss, they got to run what we call a sixer. And 94, you know what I'm saying? We don't play. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so there's always accountability somewhere. With she teaches me that you got to have accountability. So um, wow. whenever we get a ball, I got the um, body weight stuff. We're doing push ups, burpees, lunges, circuits. And then we take a break and then we go outside and we do our basketball, whatever coach does for basketball. Um, measure out your 94 feet because we're running today. We got this, run your miles. They got homework, they run miles, they run uh, sprints on their homework. Uh, yeah, this it doesn't stop. You know, there's always a way. So do you plan on incorporating a lot of that with what you're going to be doing at Port City? Oh, for sure. I for sure, like I said, basketball homework. And if COVID continues, because right now, you know, I'm right now it's open workouts. But when I find that and I can't get them for more than two, I might have them now that Zoom is something. I might have them log into Zoom. Hey, how's your week? How's you guys' week going? What's going on? Just a check-in. What's going on with academics? What's going on with this? Are you guys doing your basketball homework? Anybody struggling? A communication is key. Is big. It's like Coach Johns is number one, communication, talking, reaching out, asking questions. Those are the things that the, the athletes are missing. And that was the biggest one is communication. Okay. So at the end of the day, what would you consider a success with Port City in terms of what, it is, what your goals are? Girls graduating high school and attempting college. I can't say that all of them will like complete or go, but attempt from there, you know, you got to go having a solid foundation of if you want to go to college, being able to ask, how do I get to college? Where do I go? What do I need to do? Having that open line of communication okay. with me. I think that's awesome. Now, one last question before we go in terms of the direction of AAU under COVID, as far as like tournaments or things of that nature where you're going to get the kids the opportunity to compete, what do you see as the biggest obstacles in terms of being able to do that to keep the kids competitive and give them their opportunity to play against the best? Uh, I mean, that's, that, that is tough because, you know, everybody's got their, their thing on, on, you know, what it is, <laughs> you know? And at the end of the day, right. for me, like, all I can really say is that, you know, Faith and fear cannot coexist. You know, I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to feel what's right. And if it feels right, I'm going to do it. I like that. Um, if it doesn't, I I'm like not going to do it. Because, I, like I say, that's that's my line, you know. When people tell me, like, all right, you know, you got to know your place. You got to run your race. <laughs> you know, it feels right, feels right. doesn't, doesn't. Faith and fear can't coexist. I love that. I love that, Coach. Well, okay. Well, hey. Thanks for uh, coming on, and I appreciate learning from this. And as I tell all of my guests, um, you know, this isn't 
this this ain't gonna likely be your only time in the right. barrel. You're gonna I'll, I'll definitely invite you back and see how things right. are going. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Um, I'll be able to once this is all said and done after I've edited everything. I'll send you a copy so you can have this for your files and be able to listen to it and uh, see how it all sounded. Okay? All right, Kevin, I appreciate you having me. And, uh, I appreciate your time. Oh, not a problem, sure. Coach. Like I said, this, this ain't our last right. rodeo. We're going to dance right. again. Okay, good to meet you. Good to talk to you. I appreciate the opportunity. Okay. You have a great day. And uh, let me do my sign-off real, here, real okay. quick. Folks, that was the uh, uh, episode segment of the Simmons on Sports Radio Show podcast with Coach uh, Jody De- I mean Jessica De La Cruz, and I would like to uh, thank her for being here. And uh, with that, folks, I'm signing off. Have a great day. <laughs>